It's amazing to me that Satan names the righteous correctly, that the accusations against the saints all have a smattering of truth, if not sound truth, that his products are also labeled with relevance, and that mankind is oblivious to it. For example, Satan's name for those who have embraced Christ through the born-again experience is the religious right. The name tag is accurate. Jesus Christ sits on the right hand of the Father. In the final days of judgment, the Lord separates the sheep from the goats. The sheep represent the blood-washed and are placed on the right with eternal life in Christ Jesus, while the goats are placed on the left and have everlasting judgment. The term religious right also means right as incorrect. The name of those contrary to Jesus Christ is the left, and when the Lord returns for the righteous, those doing right, the left will be left behind to eternal damnation. The tag, religious right, is accurate. One of Satan's accusations against the saints is that we are uneducated and easily led. This is an accurate assessment. We have cast off our unbelieving, pseudo-analytic minds as so much dung, and with childlike faith embrace the beautiful truth of holiness and follow the great shepherd as obedient sheep. Uneducated and easily led? Yes. Blood-bought, word-committed Christians are called narrow-minded. Those who embrace truth must be narrow-minded. Truth is singular. Truth sits alone. It will not tolerate compromise. If it does, it is no longer truth. When hot is mixed with cold, it is no longer hot. It has become lukewarm, and God spits that out of his mouth. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Truth is a narrow way. True Christians, by definition, are narrow-minded. Holy Ghost churches have been accused of brainwashing their members. That is an accurate statement. Salvation is a cleansing process where we are called to the washing of the water of the Word, to put on the mind of Christ, to become one in Christ, all thinking and speaking the same thing. The great unwashed are those dirty brains which have refused cleansing and which all travel by one common denominator, rebellion against the oneness of Christ. The brainwashing accusation is accurate. Satan's products are in many instances openly labeled with the correct nameplate. For example, the term spirits, which defines strong alcoholic beverages, is the correct title. Alcohol reduces the ability of an individual to make sound moral judgment, allowing evil spirits to lead him into wickedness. Click on the horse forehead on this site. Spirits is an accurate title. Popular right-wing talk show host Rush Limbaugh pointed out Satan's evilly uninhibited naming of his products in regards to the abortion pill RU486. In the literary industry, to 86-something is to kill it. The abortion pill is named RU486 or RU4 Killing. It's an accurate product title. The tags are accurate and man is oblivious to it. Now for today's subject. God said he created a perfectly fully grown man and woman about 6,000 years ago, and that he created man from the dust and the woman from the man's rib. The man that God created was perfect in form and function. Man said, there is no God. Mankind evolved out of nothing, and one of the proofs of evolution is vestigial organs. Now the record. A vestigial organ is an evolutionary assumption 
that certain organs in the human body were once needed, but the process of evolution has made these particular organs useless. As late as 1960, textbooks listed over 200 vestigial structures in the human body, including the appendix, thyroid, pituitary glands, tonsils, and more. Today's science has reduced the list of 200 useless vestigial organs to a big fat zero. In spite of this knowledge, many evolutionists have failed to upgrade their unbelief and continue to cling and expound on vestigial organs. It is true that one can continue to live without some of the so-called vestigial, vestigial excuse me, organs, just like one can continue to live with only one eye or one foot, etc., but the quality of life is much better with all body parts functioning well. For example, commonly removed organs such as tonsils and the appendix, which were deemed as useless, are now known to have very real value. It's now known that the appendix is a gland to remove poisons from the body and that the tonsils also remove poisons and secrete needed iodine into the system. Regarding the concept of vestigial organs and their being a product of lack of use due to the evolutionary cycle, Scott Hughes, author of the book The Collapse of Evolution, had this to say. The fatal flaw in the argument from vestigial organs is exposed by modern genetics. Basically, the concept of vestigial organs represents a return to Lamarckism, where the development or loss of a structure is based upon need. It is now known, however, that organs can only be altered by a genetic alteration in the chromosomes or DNA. The use or disuse of an organ has no effect whatsoever on subsequent generations. There are no vestigial organs in the human body, every organ with a place, every organ with a purpose. God said he created a perfectly, fully grown man and woman about 6,000 years ago, and that he created man from the dust and the woman from the man's rib. The man that God created was perfect in form and function. Man said there is no God. Mankind evolved out of nothing, and one of the proofs of evolution is vestigial organs. Now you have the record.